Good afternoon. Well, welcome to this week's episode of uh, Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland from Dallas, Texas. Um, here in the studios, finally, my gosh, I haven't been out of my house in, well, probably I can't remember when. I've lost track of time. Hi, Derek. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Today? I'm good, thanks. Everybody meet Derek. Derek is the producer for me today. Um, my producer, Ashley, is at home. We're all abiding by all the strict guidelines here, so I'm in a little room by myself, social yes. distancing. But it's kind of nice to be in a building where there's traffic and life going on. I was starting to feel a little bit stir crazy. So this is my hour out of my house today. So I'm glad to be here. And thanks, Derek, for being here with me. Of course. I actually don't have a camera on myself in here today, but that's probably a better thing for the viewers. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any excuse, right? Right. Anyway, like I said, welcome to this week's episode. Um, these are crazy times. I'm not going to remind everybody. Everybody's tired of hearing about it. And I'm not going to talk about the virus this episode. It's a virus-free episode. Um, but what I am going to talk about is you can't travel now. We know that, but you will be traveling. And never ever, I think, has there been a time that content has probably been more important than it is now, in, in my humble opinion. Because uh, my opinion and a bus ticket will probably get you halfway down the road. But nonetheless, I would like to say that I, I personally am looking for content. Why? In my business, I book clients and take care of their trips to Ireland. So I might lead one or two a year myself, but I, so I may only go on one or two, but I'm booking clients every single week in Ireland. And um, because they're not traveling now, like me, they're probably bursting at the seams for when they can. And I've already started getting questions for 2021 and started making bookings for groups of 10 and 12 and eight. And so um, I'm visiting counties all over Ireland. In this week's episode, we're gonna talk about County Waterford. And I thought I'd take a little peek inside this lovely county, which is on the, ancient, is, um, on the sunny southeast coast of Ireland. So here we have the map up of Ireland. The little blue dot is Waterford. Um, I was born and raised in Cork, but my mom was born and uh, raised in Waterford, actually, my mom and my aunts and uncles. Uh, so as a child, we used to actually go, if you can see the map there of Waterford, down to a little place called Ardmore, which is on the East Coast. And we're going to leave this map up for a few minutes. Can we do that, Derek? Sure. Uh, and that kind of helps people have a look while I'm chatting. They don't need to be seeing my ugly mug all the time anyway. Um, as somebody's pointed out to me on Twitter a few moments ago, I look older than time itself. So thank you very much for that compliment. <laughs> I know what it means. So it's okay. Um, I'd rather be getting older than six feet under right now. Um, so we're looking at, um, I've got to put on my glasses while we look at the map, but if you look at this map of Waterford, you've got Lismore over on the east, which would be, a lot of people who know Waterford Crystal will know about Lismore, the pattern, the Knockmoyle Down Mountains, the Cumra Mountains, and you move down south there, you see Ardmore. Well, that's um, a very uh, small fishing village, 
but it's so beautiful. I used to go there as a child and a lot has happened there since then. So let's take a quick look at, um, at Ardmore. Ardmore is somewhere where there's a very famous tower there called the Round Tower. And this round tower goes back to, um, I think it's the 4th or 5th century, uh, the 12th century, I believe, actually, for the round tower it was built by St. Declan. And uh, this tower, do we have a picture of that tower there? Or if I jumped ahead, there it is. Uh, there's a lovely round tower in, in Ardmore. Uh, so if you go to Ardmore, and I, I need to let you know the driving times, it might help you a little bit. So Waterford is about an hour and 45 minutes from Cork Airport. Um, it's about two hours from Shannon and approximately two hours from Dublin. So those are the three major, you can come in through Belfast as well, of course, but the major international airports that people would be coming into to go to the sunny southeast would be Shannon, Dublin and Cork. Um, and then you drive to Ardmore and Ardmore would be closer to Cork than it, you can see it there on the east. Uh, one of these hotels, it's just incredible. It defies gravity and it's a luxury five-star privately owned hotel in Ardmore called the Cliff House Hotel. Can you see that? What do you think of that, Derek? I could spend the rest of my life there, Rachel, I think. It's just a small fishing village. And this is what I love about Ireland when you go somewhere. You kind of want to stay in a place that's just stay there and soak up the whole area. I remember taking my husband there 30 years ago, pulled into Ardmore and he goes, what in God's green earth are we going to do there for a week? And he realized that he needed the week because you just, it, it owns you, it takes, it takes you over. Um, and so if you go up around the, um, by the hotel, the Cliff House, and it's got a Michelin star in one of their restaurants, if you go all the way up around that, that walk, a beautiful cliff walk, um, and then you can go visit the, the, the tower and the, the old monastic ruins there and the graveyard. I have to tell you, I used to hang out in that graveyard as a teenager. That's kind of creepy, but I like it. I like it. There's something very similar to this. Do you want to know why I hung out in the graveyard? Do I want to know? Oh, yeah, it's all right. It's a PG show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't up to anything naughty. Gotcha. Yes, I but did. it was naughty, actually. It was. We, we were always trying to have a cigarette, you know? You, oh. You're a teenager. You, we'd find one or we'd buy one, and you'd find the little shop that would sell you an illegal cigarette by one, which was against the laws back then. I was about 16 or 15, and we'd share one between us, and we'd sit on the graveyard. We figured nobody's going to go there at night time, so that's where we'd go for a cigarette. So... So apologies, uh, may they rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, but sure, look, we all had a childhood, didn't we? But thank God there wasn't any Instagram or Facebook back then. <laughs> I know, yeah, you couldn't get yourself in trouble on the internet, right? <laughs> oh, sure, some of the stuff was harmless back in you know, what we did, it's all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's the Ardmore, um, and I just think that's a wonderful place to go to, the Cliff House Hotel, it, just beautiful. They have a sister property in Dublin as well. Um, some of the places that you might want to visit when you're in County Waterford, Waterford City itself is famous for the historic Waterford, um, what's it called, the, the, the tri historical triangle there in Waterford City. Um, you can, because Waterford is thought to have been um, occupied by the Vikings, the original, and it's one of the oldest, I think it's actually the oldest city in Ireland, uh, Waterford City. Now everybody knows about the famous Waterford Crystal. And the Waterford Crystal, as you probably know, is when, um, you know, you've the different patterns that people collect from Lismore to Colleen to Tall Colleen. People have different patterns. I'm sure some people have it in their cabinets, that gorgeous Waterford Crystal. Um, so everybody knows Waterford Crystal really well, um, but there's so much more to Waterford besides the, the lovely crystal. 
there are some very, very famous um, places that you can go visit and stay, like Lismore Castle. Now, Lismore Castle is one of those castles that is, there it is up there on the screen. Look at that. Now, you can visit the gardens, but here's the thing about Lismore. You may take that castle exclusively and it can sleep up to about 27 people. So maybe your family or you want to have a reunion or a group of you just to stay in Waterford Castle for a week or a weekend or whatever it is. How about having that to yourself? Having dinners and a butler and wandering the gardens and then going off visiting different places. So Lismore Castle is definitely uh, something to, to check out. Um, failing that, um, not failing that, but some other places that we have here is, um, do you, I think I have some pictures there of the Copper Coast, the UNESCO Copper Coast. Do we have some of those? Yes. All right. And why do I say UNESCO? So I don't know if people know exactly, we'll, uh, if we've got one there, we'll keep that picture up. But UNESCO actually stands for the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization. And every year um, or in different places they have a thing, UNESCO have a thing called the Global Geopark. So this coastline here, this Copper Coast, this region in Waterford, and if we go back to the map of Waterford, if we can, uh, Derek, um, you can see there the Copper Coast, the UNESCO Global Geopark. Do you see that stretch of coastline there? Uh, so what these are, if we keep this up there for just a moment, um, the UNESCO geoparks are unified geographical areas and they are sites and landscapes of international geolog geological significance and they are managed with the holistic concept of uh, protection, education and sustainable development. So these are very important uh, sites around the world. One of the other UNESCO spots in Ireland um, is the well-known spot. Derek, have you seen Star Wars? A long time ago. I am admittedly not the best at Star Wars. Okay, that's all right. Neither <laughs> am I. But the, you know, one of the more recent Star Wars one, they filmed it on uh, Skellig Michael, that famous stone beehive. Oh yes. Uh, building, you know, hut or whatever on the on the island, and that's actually off the coast of Kerry. That's another UNESCO heritage site. So these are really important sites that are, uh, for various reasons, they're protected. So the Copper Coast in Waterford is another lovely place to go. Now. Speaking of coast and soil and protecting things, that brings me into my next kind of reason for why I wanted to do this, is there are, there are so many other products coming out of Waterford and things, and one of the things, or some of the products I love that are coming out of some of the beautiful drinks, i.e. Uh, fine spirits, in the liquor, ca liquor category, I guess we call it over here, whiskies and gins. And there is a gin in Waterford, and it's made by a company called the Blackwater Distillery. The Blackwater uh, Distillery takes its name from the River Blackwater, which flows into the east of Waterford. Now, full disclosure, I checked with them today, actually, before I came in. I thought, oh, I better check this, but let's hold this up. If any Irish person around the world is watching this, immediately this will resonate with them, especially people from Munster, their Munster region. Well, let's go back to the Barry's uh, Tea that's it. So this is Barry's tea is a drink. It's an Irish tea that people drink. Um, uh, some are Lions drinkers, some are Barry's like myself because we're Cork. But that's Barry's tea. And the Blackwater was made with the Barry's tea gin. Oh, the, the Blackwater gin was made a special edition one. I think it was back in 2017. You can maybe spot the odd bottle still on a shelf around Ireland. And if anybody knows of any around Ireland, I'd love to get my hands on a bottle. I want to give some as a gift to somebody. But that's their Barry's tea gin. But they do special ones. Um, let's look at their next one. All right. This one is known as Tanora. Tanora gin. Again, an 
I'm, I'm kind of getting very small in my audience here because this isn't just an Irish audience. I'm now narrowing down to a very south coast of Ireland, Cork region, Munster region audience because of the drink Tanora. Tanora is a soda. You know how you guys have your uh, Mountain Dew and uh, different, you know, sodas above and beyond Coca-Cola and all that. But this one is known as Tanora that we get in a can and everything. So they must have made some gin with that as well. But let's go on to one of their other ones. I think this is their uh, Juniper one coming up. Uh, which one is this? Oh, it's their number five. Now, um, Blackwater make these in small batches. It's a small, um, private, small uh, distillery um, on the east of Waterford. Um, and it's fed by the, the water, the Blackwater waters. So enough of that, but I just thought I'd draw your attention to that. And I think that's another lovely product coming out of Ireland, which leads me on to another distillery, which I'm very interested in. And this one is, da -da, it's called the Waterford Distillery. And let's leave this one up for a moment because why is this one of particular interest to me? This one is of particular interest to me because of its terroir. Terroir is something that we use all the time for grapes, but we'll let somebody else talk about that in a minute. Um, this whiskey was introduced to me by a friend of mine in New York and fellow member of Les Dames d'Escoffier. So Les Dames, Les Dames d'Escoffier International is an organization I'm in. It's for women in food, hospitality, and um, uh, fine beverage industry. So we're, we cover all sorts of uh, areas of that industry. Um, and um, Jennifer O'Flanagan is the founder of Feast PR in New York. And I believe we have successfully connected to Jennifer. Have we got Jennifer on the line there, Derek? Hello. Hello, Jen. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. Everybody, I want you to meet Jennifer O'Flanagan or Jen. She's the founder of Feast PR. Uh, public relations agency in New York and God love you. How are you? I have to, we can't not, I, I know it's a COVID rezone. I'm trying to do an episode in Waterford, but it's happening. So I need to ask you, how are you in New York and are you still in your apartment? I'm good. I'm trapped in a quintessential New York City, one bedroom New York City apartment. Um, but um, things are a little quiet, uh, abnormally quiet for New York. New York is, you know, busy, loud, vibrant, buzzing all of the time, and it's gone quite silent. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have a dog that forces me to get out a few times a day. Um, yeah. So that helps. You know, but the, but the general attitude here is, is pretty positive overall. New Yorkers are resilient. Yes, you are. You guys have seen more than your fair share, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, let's go straight into you and your company. Uh, you and I know each other from, as I mentioned, Les Dames d'Escoffier, and we both manage uh, sit on the social media national committee together, and we get to know each other. But I happen to notice on your Facebook page, not least of which your name, but you had this lovely <laughs> photograph of Ireland. And I said, have you been to Ireland? And you went, yes, I, went, oh, I need to talk to you. It's that old Irish question, have you ever been to Ireland? <laughs> you know, True. and you have, and you're the perfect person because I said, oh, I'm doing something on Waterford. And you said, oh, I went to Waterford. Tell me more. So before we talk about Waterford Distillery, can you just tell me really briefly about your company and what it does, please? Yes. And what you kind of specialize in? Right. So my company is Feast Public Relations, and uh, it is a boutique marketing and public relations company focused on promoting um, fine wine, spirits, and foods 
to the public, but also, you know, focused on educating trade so that they in turn can educate the public about these products. And so I work with producers all around the world, in the United States, in Europe, in South America, etc. Um, and, you know, it, it's a really great way not only to learn about these products, but to learn about the culture around food and drink. And that's really where my passion lies. We're looking at a picture there on the screen of your um, of your agency online. Your brand deserves a place at the table. Oh, I like that name. Can we scroll down through that, Derek? Uh, Derek? Oh, look at all these lovely imagery. So you've obviously done everything from grape crushing to sampling to... So you're not just uh, somebody who just likes to enjoy trying a drink. You're actually learning about the provenance and the terroir and everything, correct? Yes, yes. I'm a, I'm a big believer in learning about the process. You can't... You can't promote what you don't understand. And I have a passion for learning about it regardless. And that's a great way to connect with the producers and to connect with the farmers and speak to them on their level and then be able to translate that for the consumer. Okay. okay. And this is where we segue into, you told me, Rachel, have you heard of Waterford Distillery? And I said, no. Embarrassingly, no. Uh, <laughs> thought I knew a lot about Irish drinks, but I didn't. And you said, not only did you draw my attention to it, but you said you had visited. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you tell us about your experience, because by all accounts, you were so passionate about it with me that it prompted me to get on their site. And then you emailed them. I wanted to get some images. So maybe we can show some as as you're chatting or whatever. And it's OK if they're not in, in real time, because we're in a new world of trying to work remotely. But you dive into Waterford Distillery first and tell us about your experience, please. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I planned a trip to Ireland in 2018, and wherever I go around the world, I'm always focused on learning about the local food and drink culture. Um, and so, you know, part of my trip was to visit Waterford, and I had in mind that I wanted to visit some distilleries in Ireland, because how can you go to Ireland and not try the great Irish whiskey? And um, also, having worked a lot in the wine field, um, I'm a big believer in the, um, the, the effect of terroir on a beverage. And so when you know, doing my research online, I discovered Waterford, Waterford and had discovered that it was not open yet, um, but that they had this whole focus on producing whiskey uh, from, from barley that was uh, basically uh, farmed from farmers all across the country to make terroir-focused whiskey. So I contacted them hoping, because I'm in the industry, I would be able to get a tour, and luckily it worked. They were very kind. They were very responsive. They invited me to come in and take a tour. And so when we got to Waterford, um, you know, we buzzed in through these locked gates. It felt a little bit mysterious, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, clandestine. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, um, and what struck my attention immediately when we went into the waiting room was that they had a big painted word terroir on the wall, except they had modified the spelling to include the word Erie in the center of it, which we know means Ireland. Um, so that to me just emphasized how passionate they were on showcasing the terroir of Ireland. Oh, uh, I gives, see that. Gives me chills just thinking about it. I just, I just, it just- Never knew well, that. Yeah, you see it on the glass right there. Yeah, ERA, E-I-R-E, which is Irish for Ireland. Right. Um, so when we Please. first got there, a member of the team uh, came and met us. Unfortunately, I cannot remember his name. He was very kind. He took us upstairs 
to basically um, some rooms that I believe, if I recall directly, they're going to make into a museum of sorts. Because oh. so this so this distillery is on the site of a former distillery that was owned by Diageo, but it had been used, you know, uh, for distillation purposes for a long time before that. And these rooms basically had old mash tuns in them, uh, old equipment, you know, the area where they um, let the barley germinate. And he took us through and showed us all this old equipment and how they were going to use this kind of as a tourist center. So that was our introduction to this distillery. Um, it, was, it was really great because, you know, education is key to understanding and appreciating. Can I, can I ask you something there, Jen? You mentioned yeah. about the barley. Um, when I was on their website, I, was I noticed they do a beautiful blog with uh, contributors doing uh, gorgeous photographs and everything. But they, what caught my attention was the Hookhead Peninsula, um, the barley from there, which I, I know geographically that um, Hook is in County Wexford. So now you're not just talking about Waterford, you're moving into Wexford. So... Are they taking? Are they getting ingredients from different so farms, or what's what's the story there? Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm getting to. So then, when you know, when he finished the tour, we were introduced to the master distiller Ned, and they took us to the other building, adjoining building next door, and in that building we saw this huge electronic map. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen which basically highlights what farmers are harvesting barley all across the country. Um, so it's literally a map of Ireland with these green dots on it and text to the left or the right, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Yes, and the whole thing is they're showcasing in real time what farmers across the country are harvesting their barley, illustrating how terroir focused they are. Um, oh, there's and, Ned up on the screen. Was that Ned? Uh, you have to show it again. Oh, sorry. It, it, can um, can you see what uh, we see? I can see it. Yes. Yeah. So it's a gentleman there yeah. on the left. Oh, is yes. that the gentleman Ned. you met, Ned? Ned. Yes. Okay. Oh, look very at this guy. Very passionate. Guy. Very intelligent. Very friendly. Yes, that's Ned. He's a great guy. Okay. Um, so yes. So they're so they're sourcing this barley, which I believe is you know they they farm this barley in the most sustainable you know organic healthy manner that they can. Um, and um, yeah, it's from all across the country, which I've never, I had never heard of anything like this before from a whiskey perspective. And in my understanding, it's very new from a whiskey perspective. You know, generally when you hear the word terroir, it's spoken in terms of wine, um, but spirits brands are slowly starting to catch on and, and utilize this in their production as well. And Waterford is one of the first. Um, and so what Ned did was, he took us into this lab, all, all spirits producers, wine producers, they all have a lab where, where they're creating their product and testing it before it goes to the next phase. And so he had us taste a number of different samples of this whiskey, uh, you know, out of the, the, um, the distillation vessel, which I'm forgetting the name right now, before yeah. it went into um, the barrels. And you could really taste the, distinct, the distinctive difference of these different samples. And Look at this, you know, we're looking at it now on screen as you're chatting. That's it. Yes, this would be from this farm, this would be from that farm. You know, right. all the samples different farms. It was, it was incredible. What did you think uh, of it? We loved you, it. We, we but did you have a favorite one or did you find one, did you try different types and have a favorite or? We did try different types, and I did have a favorite. Unfortunately, I cannot remember right now what that favorite was. Um, but what, like, but, did you, know, you notice huge differentials in the taste? I'm curious to know. Some smoother than others. Some, you know, maybe were more earthy. Yeah. Uh, 
somewhere a little more acidic, you know, it all okay. has to do with the type of soil that the barley is grown in. Because yes. people m may not understand that terroir has to do with the climate on the whole, the soil in which the grain is grown, the altitude at which the, you know, the land is, you know, the, if it's rainy, if it's sunny, there are mul multiple factors that play into uh, what affects that particular plant. Okay. See, well, and that's great to know. And then um, I did ask them, and I, I, I hope I'm not making a mistake in my answer, was if they were available in the States. Um, and I think they do plan on it. I, th I thought they said the end of this year or later. Yes. Do, do you know any update on that by any chance? I understand the same as you, that it will be available sometime within the year. Um, and I visited them in 2018 and they told me it would be a few years. Um, so that okay. makes sense to me. Well, yeah. that's good because then if you um, if you do get an update, maybe if they update you or if you know, um, you can follow Jen on her Instagram page, which is Jen O'Flanagan. Um, we'll put links in the YouTube channel to after this episode, we put links to everything we're talking about so that people want to go back and look. But it'd be nice maybe if you could uh, let people know when it's out or share a picture of you with the Ned and w that way Absolutely. we can all know when it's out or where it is or if they're in New York, hey, maybe they need you to let, help them. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, sure. listen, okay, well, we're going to move on to the next thing. So I wanted to say a huge thank you for joining me, uh, Jen, and um, sorry thank that we you. can't see each other in person, but we will soon. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Jen. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Well, what do you think of that, Derek? Was that interesting? Oh, that's awesome. I Every time I see you, Rachel, I just have a another calling to go to Ireland. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, I'm going to move in because I know we've, um, I don't have much time left, but I keep wanting to share more things with you. And every week I want to do, or every episode, I want to do the thing called Rachel's Favourite Irish Finds. And this is just unsolicited, um, unsponsored. This is just me finding products or things that I like, either when I've been there or somebody gave it to me or I found it myself or I love it. And so we have a little... Uh, Kind of drum roll, please, that little video of a Rachel's favorite Irish finds for this week. I'm going to disappoint you, Rachel. I don't think I have that yet. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, we've just been sharing it on social media, but okay. So anyway, it's a Rachel's favorite Irish finds. We'll just get to it. And on this week's one, and it won't always be necessarily uh, correlating with the county we're in, but this week it does. So as we're in County Waterford, I'm going to feature a product from County Waterford, or brand, and the brand is called Urban Aaron. Right. Here's their website, first of all, U-R-B-A-N, and then Aaron, A-R-A-N. Now, can we hold this one up for a minute and leave it on this screen? And the reason being is I want to tell you how I came across it. I was staying um, at Mount Juliet Estate in County Kilkenny, and it was checked into my room, did whatever in the afternoon, was going to bed, happened to notice, you know, the beautiful big thick white eider down, and then thrown across my bed was this gorgeous throw, this Aran throw, and I think it's actually like the one down on the bottom left, that kind of charcoal-y grey, uh, there, yeah, one of those ones on the left next to the green, something like that, but I, I actually 
took the back of the label and took a photograph myself of Urban Erin because I thought, I need to find out who these people are. And this is what I'm trying to tell people. I am constantly looking. This is why I never go to Ireland with, you know, just I always do a trip on my own purely for research with no real agenda except, oh, this will be lovely for a client, this will be lovely to sell, this will be lovely for somebody to buy. So I just took a photograph of that a year ago and put it in my digital notebook of file of facts, if you like, from Ireland. Um, and thought I need to. So I started following her on Instagram and um, it was because of Mount Julia using her products. Um, Adair Manor used them. I believe, um, I know uh, the Marion Hotel uses them. I don't want to say for sure Ashford does, but I think they do. But you can see there's a modern color vibe there too. I think of a lovely photograph of her up there, Christina Murphy, um, with her product. Um, she does the most, there she is. Uh, look at those gorgeous scarves and beanies she does as well. They, these are part of her products and she's in Waterford. So I just wanted to do a call out to Urban Aaron and you must follow them. Look at those throws. That one is just dreamy and scrumptious. Look at that one. I love it. Derek, you're probably not into it as much as I am, are you? I, I could always use a good throw on the couch, that's for sure. I don't know if I'd go out to the beach with one, but... That sounds really good. I could always do with a good throw on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not I. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, no, it's too funny. You just teed it up nicely for me. <laughs> So that, that, that was my favourite Irish find for this week is Urban Aaron and uh, we'll be doing another one soon. We've time for just a couple of more things in Waterford I want to draw your attention to. And one of them, have you got that picture? I think I have one of uh, the, uh, what, where is it, the, the towers, the Bally. Um... Oh, and I wanted to tell you something really quickly and I don't have a picture, but there's, you know how different counties or different places in the, sorry, different states and different places in, in the United States has their own food or drink. And I mentioned we do. Waterford has their own. They're called Waterford Blas. I don't know if anybody's heard of a Waterford Bla. But a Waterford Bla is basically, it's spelled B-L-A-A. -A. It's a bread roll. It's these white bread rolls. And they have this uh, expression, I don't know if you know, and I know because I come from a Waterford family. You know, if you haven't got your Blas by noon, you're not going to get them. In other words, the bakeries make them and if you, they're normally sold out by noon. That's uh, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But they're so popular, in other words. And some of the bakeries that make them, I know there's a bakery in Waterford called Walsh's Bakery and they make them. Um, but they're this beautiful white bread roll and uh, it's specific to Waterford and that name is actually belonging to them. Um, it was thought that this bread roll originated from the Huguenots when they were over, you know, centuries ago and brought the recipe for bread and it evolved into the Waterford Blah. But having that in the morning with breakfast with fresh rashers of bacon and oh, they're delicious. That's just a little aside about the Waterford Blah. But I think I have some uh, nice images of some of the places that you might want to see. So you want to roll them there, Derek, of some uh, images and we'll just talk. Ah, here they are. So this one, let's hold this one up. This is called Ballysagartmore Towers. And would you believe that is actually, um, I think you have two photos. Have you got the other one? I'll pivot between two. This is actually a little bridge. Uh, there's a history to that and the family that were building that uh, were building it to brag and they wanted to build a big famous house. They started with the gates and they ran out of money, so that's all that's left. But you've got the beautiful Ballysagartmore Towers and so if you look at those, even on Instagram or whatever, they're photographed and people love to hang out there and go under the bridge and everything. So it's a beautiful little spot. The walks and the Waterford Greenway, my gosh, the Waterford Greenway uh, is where you want to go. You want to take a bike and go on the trails all along the coastline. That would just be um, absolutely incredible. Uh, some of the other places that you could visit would be, um, and I don't have photos for all of them, but 
Cargmore House, do I have that? Oh, I do. There's Cargmore House. It's another one you can visit. You can go to Faith Lake Golf Course, uh, Dromore Gate, Dunabratton Pier, um, Tronamore Cove. I mean, these are not necessarily the right ones with all those. But these are just some of the, and Mount, Mount Congreve Gardens, um, Dungarvan, um, beautiful old cottages in Dungarvan there. They're, they're not really that old. They're just made to, to look, but they're quaint, aren't they? To rent, rent a little holiday cottage. So people in Ireland who might be on a staycation might want to go down to Dungarvan. And of course, if you're in Dungarvan, you cannot go to Dungarvan without booking into the tannery in Dungarvan, a restaurant owned and operated by the famous chef, uh, Paul Flynn, who I have yet to meet and get on my show, but I'm hopeful that I can, because uh, I think he would be a great Waterford character to have on an episode. Um, but that being said, um, I've got to wrap it up, but I want to talk to you about the next show that I'm working on. I am working two ahead right now. And the next one is on May the 27th. And this one is going to be all about one specific place. This one is going to be about Glynn Castle in Glynn County, Limerick. Some of you may have heard of the actor Dominic West. Uh, well, he's married to Catherine Fitzgerald. Catherine Fitzgerald is part of, of course, the Fitzgerald family. And Glynn Castle has been in the Fitzgerald family now for over 800 years. This beautiful private castle, you can um, have it for exclusive hire, uh, but there's a lot of stories on it. But I won't tell you what I'm working on on Glen. but we will have Catherine Fitzgerald on live. Uh, she will be connecting with us either from Glen. depends. I think she may still be stranded in London due to travel restrictions, but either way, she will be on with us. And we'll be showing some beautiful videos and stories that were made about Glynn. So that will be on May the 27th. Um, well, that's it for this week on my show on Waterford. You can also check out Visit Waterford, the tourist website. And you can check out um, if you use the hashtag Waterford on Instagram and that. But all of the things we talked about today, we'll put those links up in my YouTube channel under the show so that you can go back and source them for the distilleries or Feast PR, or whatever it is you might be interested in or the brand or the product. But until May the 27th, I just want to say thanks, everybody, and um, goodbye. Bye, y'all. Thank you.